start. Yeah. Hi. Um, <laughs> welcome back to Real Men Don't Wear Long Sleeves. I'm Erin. And it is I. What did you pass? Rose. <laughs> this week, I've, I've decided that we are going to watch the Port Adelaide West Coast game because um, I think we, we needed a shot of positivity in our lives. Yeah. Because it, I'm not going to lie to the listeners, it's been a dark week in our household. Rose is still struggling to get out of bed after the Giants beat Collingwood again. Oh, please. <laughs> How dare you turn this on me when you put your back out and quite literally can't I'll, get out of bed. I was, about to, I was about to say about me, I've, I've also done a life-threatening back injury, <laughs> life-threatening. which has brought all my other activities to a halt. So feeling on the uh, lower end of the spectrum. <laughs> but the Port game on the weekend was really nice. So I thought, you know what, let's bring a bit of joy. And I also thought- I haven't seen it yet as well. Well, it's, it's not actually that good of a game. It's just Port playing really well. So it's very- As they have been doing this season. Yeah, it's, most, it's mostly like a selfish reason. But also I thought when I was editing the pod last week that, um, you know, we're both, we're both angry women and proud of that. <laughs> but perhaps we should, maybe we should try and focus on some of the more positive things. Always look on the bright side of life. <laughs> Unbelievably, we didn't rehearse that. <laughs> anyway, so I made a list of some possible things that I, I think could say you forget, that would be positive. I think you forget my feelings towards West Coast as well. Yeah, but focus on Port is what I'm saying. And like, yeah, all right, I can try. Anyway, so I made a list of things that we could possibly. Whoa! Scott Lysette just did a crazy cartwheel in the air. <laughs> I made a list of things that we could say that would be nice. Okay. Would you like to hear it? I'd love to. The first one is a segment called, Who's Your Son This Week? What? So it's where you talk about which player is like, do you feel feelings of love towards that are not like romantic, but they're more like, that guy's my son. Oh, do you already have one in mind? I already have one in mind. Should I give it to you so you have an example? Yeah. Okay. My example, particular to this game, is Todd Marshall. Um, He's sort of widely been adopted as the son of all Port supporters because of his um, orphanage or him, him being an orphan yes but he's also just he tries so hard and he's such a good boy and it's like toddy you know like when you see him you're just like toddy and he's doing really well and he's playing really well and like they were even talking the commentary in this game was even like oh he could be like a, a second a second in command to Charlie Dicko and I just thought you know we're also proud of you, Toddy, how far you've come and what you've overcome to get there. And we're right behind you every step of the way. And I love you, my son. Do you get it? Well put. Thanks. Um, Who's your son this week? Maybe. I know who yours could be. Mine wait, is going I, to Wait, be... before you say, I've got an idea in mind of who you're going to say. And if you do say who that person is, you owe me 50 bucks. It's not going to be who you think you're going to say. I'm going to say Conor McKenna. Oh, yeah. Who I did thought, you think I was going to say? I thought you were going to say Braden Maynard. No. No, he's not a son. He's like a little rat bag. He's, yeah, but he's already can, Scott Pendle with trailer park son. He's not sons can son. definitely be rat bags. A lot of sons are rat bags. Yeah, it's true. But mine is Conor McKenna because he's quarantining at the moment. Is he? Maybe he is. I feel for you because those were some dark days for myself. Especially not even being able to go outside for a walk. That shit is rough. If that is your scenario, Conor McKenna. But also because everyone got so angry at him being like, oh, you're ruining the AFL. And it's like... It's not his fault. There are so many... <laughs> it's like the most contagious disease we've had in living Never. memory. So... Unless you're Edward Cullen. That's in his living memory, the Spanish flu. Yeah. Which almost killed him. But thank God, yeah. Carl, slow down. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Good segment. Great. Good Why did you think I was going to say Brandon Maynard? Because Toby Green outplayed him. 
No, just because like you love him and he like was trying. Well, he okay. always tries, yeah. but he's also not that young, I don't think. I don't like, think it's about age, to be honest. I mean, it definitely is a little bit about age, but yeah, also it, it has to be like one of the rookie guys. But but for example, I might I'm, if you or maybe Josh Dacos because he's really coming to his own and he's got a lot of spark as a player, and he's very um unpredictable but effective, and because I'm really happy for him because his dad is like proud of him, probably the most famous Collingwood player. In history, and he's kind of has to live in his shadow. Todd, my son just got a goal. Mark in front of goal. Sorry, go on. <laughs> um, and last year he kept like coming in as a fill-in, but then mm. as soon as the player that he was filling in for was uninjured, he'd get dropped again. And now he's like this dynamic young man. And oh, yeah. it sounds like you're proud. Of him. Actually, I heard Peter Davis talking about him on the radio. Yeah, and um, he's proud. He's proud. He said it's frustrating not being able to go to the games because he can't give him pep talks about his positioning off the ball when he's not on camera. <laughs> um, and he said that um, like people recognise him in public. I'm like, oh, I saw Josh and like said, oh, you're playing like your old man. And he said, I want people to stop Aww. because he's his, it's his not fair life. on Josh. That's a good answer. Um, and I'm happy with how this segment's gone down the first time, but I would like to also suggest that, it, like you just said about the age thing, it actually can be more nuanced than that. For example, I also had written down Charlie Dixon, who, as we all know, I, I do feel a lot of romantic and sexual love towards. But... <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, your sons. <laughs> <laughs> but separate to that, there was one instance this game where I did feel sun-like feelings towards him, which was where he had to go down to the rooms at, before the end of this third quarter. I'm sure we'll see it. And everyone was like, what's wrong with Dicko? What's wrong? Because he was having such a good game. And then it was like, he's down in the rooms. What's wrong? And it was that like one of his contact lenses fell out. And he had to go and replace it. And he was like, yeah, you know, I just... He's a, he's a very gentle spoken man. Like, actually, because Jaden asked me, because he comes into Tropo sometimes. And Jaden was like, what's he like in real life? Because obviously the commentators are addicted to talking about how big he is. Yeah. And I feel like in real life, he doesn't... You don't get the sense from him that he's as big as his... His demeanour is not as, like, dominating as his physicality is. He actually seems quite, like... Not small in person, but he's like very gentle in person. I yeah. Feel. But anyway, why did I bring this up? Because um, he's oh yeah. Son anyway, you want to bang. Anyway, I don't know. <laughs> I that's separate to that. And then he was just like, <laughs> "You can want to bang your son." No, you can't. <laughs> you definitely can't. I want to make it clear that I'm not saying you, you can do that. But I'm just saying he was like, "Yeah, you know, I just have a bit of trouble with my contacts sometimes." Ha! <laughs> Never in ten years has one fallen out, and it was just like gentle and sweet. And I was like, "My son." And that was the only my time. My son. Also, also, can I, when I, I was discussing, I was watching this game with, Jay, sorry, I realise I've been talking this entire time and like you haven't spoken once, but. No, it's alright. You've I got just, things to I say. did prepare for this episode for once in my life. Um, when I was discussing this with Jaden, we were watching the game together on Saturday and he said that his answer for who's your son would be Zach Butters because he, who, you like Zach Butters. I love Zach Butters. Yeah. He played really well this game actually, but. Um, I like all also the they refer, recruits from Yeah, last they referred year. to them. Fun. They referred to them as the Fab Four, which was really Who's cute. Who's the fourth one? Connor Rosie, Xavier Dersma, Butters, and Butters, and what's the other guy? Yeah, that's the one I could. I those three I assume, but the fourth one. Who is it? Is it a midfielder? Wow, I feel upset. Ugh, oh, I think no, it's Marshall. It's Marshall. Oh, he's not the same year though. Wait, he's twenty sixteen. Wait, who is it? Oh, we'll come back to it. But um, what was this? Why did I bring this up? Oh yeah. Jaden said Zach Butters was his son because um, he was watching like a PAFC behind the scenes video and Zach Butters was saying they all make fun of him because they all drink coffee and he drinks hot chocolate. <laughs> Aww. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the end of that segment. Oh, I hope he misses. Damn it. 
Damn it, Kennedy, damn it! Yeah, I had one more segment prepared and we can do that now because this is the only part of the game where West Coast look threatening. So we can just yeah, talk over really the top pushing. of it. Yeah, they're really pushing. They push here and then it's like all port from here to the end. Um, they're so slow this but year. But you know what? This is why I was to actually do footy talk for a minute. In any, any previous year, even last year, port, this is the classic port tale. Like they look dominant and then as soon as they're threatened, they kind of crumble. Like they can't take the heat of being of like a team coming at them. But what I really liked about how they played in this game was like they were so strong to begin with. West Coast came at them and like really pushed in this third term and then Port were like kind of calm and collected and then responded and like got strong again as opposed to just caving. So I thought that was like... some maturity. Yeah, it was like a really good sign of growth in in my opinion. Anyway. I didn't really watch many games this weekend. Who else was there? There was... um, Um, I watched Friday night. But without commentary at the pub, distractedly, so I'm in the process of... Oh no, my mum's calling me. Oh god, oh god! Sorry, I'll just text her and say, recording pod, call you later. Um, Thursday night, oh, yeah. Sydney and Bulldogs, I didn't watch that. That game wasn't very interesting. I, I didn't watch... I watched Carlton Essendon. I watched Brisbane Adelaide, which was like... I felt emotions I've never felt before watching that game. That was incredibly frustrating. Why on God's good earth... Did Brisbane Lions kick 23? Oh, which brings me to my next point of um, why the fuck is everyone complaining so heavily about like the state of the game at the moment? And it's like, oh my God, I don't want to. Is even... now the time to have yeah. this conversation when it's like. Like it's not really players... an accurate reflection, is it? Given that no, it's not like a normal year so by any means. Stress, all the court, like all of the rule changes that have come in with COVID. Mm. And half of them are living away from their families. Yeah, and it's, re- it's really unfair to the players to say that. But also, you know what I'm going to say, which is that it's classic melt. Like, you know, Alistair Clarkson comes out and says, you know, the game is in trouble, when really it's just like your team's having a shit patch. It doesn't reflect the game at large. And like, if you'd actually, and he's saying, oh, you know, every, every game has a low score. It's like, Port kick high scores consistently. Brisbane kick high scores consistently. Brisbane had kicked straight on the weekend. They would kick like, over 100 points just because you know your little circle is having that doesn't mean that represents the whole AFL yeah and the first was the first round there were heaps of high scores yeah and also Alistair Clarkson was one of the instigators of defence first football so it's like well it's kind of your fault he's throwing a tantrum and it's just like a bit gross but in saying that I for some reason I'm like an ally of Matthew Lloyd at this time in my life, which Woo-hoo. I didn't expect to see coming. Oh my god! Oh, I really thought no, Westhoff had screwed that up. Um, Wait, remind me to tell you about Westhoff later once you finish this story. Okay, but Matthew Lloyd was saying that as the class was like, we need to reward tackles. That's like why it's all happening. And it's yeah. like, well, not, not really. But anyway, the thing that Matthew Lloyd was saying on his thing with Damien Barrett. I don't know where Jimmy Bartel's got on that. Is he, like, affiliated with Fox now or something? And now he can't? He is affiliated with Fox, yeah. Oh, that's... But also, he's affiliated with infidels and traders, so maybe they got rid of him. Maybe. <laughs> wouldn't... Uh, do, we, do we really believe that the AFL would take a strong no. stand on that? He was saying that the rules they should do would be if it's kick backwards, play on, which I'm a huge advocate for. Um, yeah, I think that's a good... Who was saying this? Sorry, Matthew Lloyd. Yeah. Wow, why do you come so hard for Matthew Lloyd? That's why I was just saying. I'm yeah. like, why all of a sudden yeah. am I like... <laughs> just everything he says, I'm like, Matthew Lloyd, wow. Words out of your mouth. <laughs> um, what was the other word? Change it to minimum kick of 20 metres instead yeah, so of 15. Yeah, they can't just like chip it around. Which, because of the way that that's adjudicated now, would probably revert back to it being an actual 15 metre kick. Because how yeah. many times do you see them kick at 5 metres and it gets mm. paid? And... I don't 
remember what the last one he said was, actually. I'm sure it was good, based on the quality of those ones. Yeah. But I think also, everyone just needs to, like... Calm the fuck down. Yeah. And, like, think that maybe these are extenuating circumstances and no one's going to be, like, playing their best. <laughs> wow, Dixon Whoa. just kicks so big. Come on, boys! Um, also... That's also, my impression of Charlie Dixon. <laughs> Were you finished celebrating a goal? Were you finished with that story? Uh, not quite. Okay, go on. Come on, boys! Yeah, come on. All right, now I'm, now I'm He doesn't talk like that. <laughs> he'd be like, great game, guys. Proud of you. That's what he was screaming and tensing his bicep, but that's what he wouldn't be saying. <laughs> like that aggression on his face. He'd be like, I am tensing. proud of myself and I am worthy. <laughs> no, you're worth. <laughs> Each of us has value no matter our contribution to the score. <laughs> That really hurt my back saying that. Oh, the other thing I thought of in regards to this, this kind of, my story's finished like three times, but you just haven't interrupted my TED. I actually have things to say as well, which is why it's annoying. Okay, okay, okay. I just have to say this very quickly. Um, I think another reason that it's more low scoring is because no one cares about full forwards like they used to. Well, that's what they're talking about a lot in this game is that Charlie is like the classic full forward and is making it exciting again. Because it's like midfielders are all like the stars of the game now, mm. um, which I find frustrating because it's so statistic based rather than actual game influence based. Yeah. For example, Tom Mitchell winning the Brownlow when it's like I've never. Who is that man again? <sighs> the one that broke no, his leg. Sarcastic. Oh. I don't know who it is. Can you <laughs> pass me a pillow, please, for like. Yeah. Versus Can I like. On you? Yeah. Like against like Bontepelli, who like fucking carves up Ooh. in there. Yeah, it was like when we were growing up, all of the big players... The like, Fraser Garage. Yep, yeah, Warren Treadray. Sorry, that was my go-to. <laughs> Matthew Richardson. Nick Rebolt. Matthew Lloyd. <laughs> um, all those guys, mm. they were like the... The go-tos. The people of the... They were like the faces of the AFL. Toddy Marshall has another kick for goal. Oh, and he passes it off to us. Oh, Brendan Favola, Jonathan Brown. Okay, I now you're just name-dropping. But no, like, I don't know any like I know them from my own team but I don't know very many midfielders from that era because they weren't like the people the that brought mm. spectators and all well, that's that sort what... of thing and now defenders like I know it's like a lot of my favourite players are defenders but it's like very it's a big turnaround that you I now know like star defenders names whereas it's like 10 years yeah. ago there was not really such a thing as a star defender well Charlie Dico is changing that for the better now Hopefully. can I interrupt you now uh yeah okay <laughs> The two things I've been wanting to say is that, did you know this game is Brad Ebert's 250th? No, I didn't know he was that old. But well, I he, also didn't know he used to play for West Coast. Yeah. He, so he's played 175 games before and the rest of the other 75. Uh, so like three seasons of West Coast. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other thing I've been wanting to say is that, um, let me, let me start, <coughs> excuse me, bubbling my throat. <laughs> let me, let me start this off by asking you, what, how would you, if you had one word to describe Justin Westhoff, what would it be? And specifically, like, his qualities as a, as a footballer. Um, dependable? Oh, my God. That is actually fucking crazy that you said that. And you've just ruined my story. Why? <laughs> because, <laughs> look, I feel like the, the reputation of Westhoff among Port supporters is, like, we love him. But, like, as you know from that game that we are at where he missed the goal after the siren for Gold Coast first win, like, he's so, you just can't trust him. Sometimes he'll miss from 20 metres out and sometimes he'll kick from like right, you know, really far away on a hard angle or whatever. But anyway, they were talking, because he had a good game this game and the commentators were all like, oh, Justin Westhoff, the most, and they actually used the word dependable and that's what I was going to laugh at with you because I thought you were going to say he was going to be inconsistent. He has the record for the most games played in a row. 
Yeah, but he's like, like he's such a crazily inconsistent player. It's like sometimes he does the dumbest shit. But I also feel like for some reason he's so scrutinized, even though he kind of like doesn't have that big of a role. He has like a he's huge just role. one of the. He's the he's he does, the, but he's like one of those play, Like he doesn't. He's not a keeper. He is oh, the most he is important player in this team, Rose, and has been for ten years. Yeah, but why? Because he can do anything they need. He does anything. But you they just need. said. I know if he's playing well, but I mean. He has always been like the linchpin. Like if Westhoff's playing, it's kind of a good, not thermometer, but you know what I mean. Like if he's playing well, usually the whole team's playing well. Oh, Do also, you feel like Rockcliffe has been the biggest disappointment yes, in but the history of Dre? I just remembered another another thing that I put on my positive Apart things to say. Apart from maybe brass gifts. My positive things to say list yeah. was like, let's. What's another segment is, um, what's your favourite accessory this week? And my favourite accessory was going to be Rockcliffe's glove. Because he wears a leather glove. Yeah, but that would be like injury based, wouldn't it? No. Is this like, like a huge controversy about gloves ever since Travis Cloak wore that like sticky glove? No, it's a style glove. Like how Rucks wear like one long sock, one short sock. That's because they've got a shin guard underneath. Yeah, it's like he wears a glove for like other stuff. What? I don't know. They just kept saying that he would look like Michael Jackson because he has this black leather glove on. My favourite accessory is the helmet because I think. Yeah, but belonging on whose head? Um, on the head of Hoost. Well, I don't know, just anyone that's willing to put one on. Caleb Daniel? Yeah, sure. Oh. Yeah. Um, I also am a big fan of black boots. The colourful boots annoy me. Not really in a big way, but I'm just kind of like, eh, blue robe, you know? Mm. I like the black boots, and they look good. In Oliwan's first season, he wore yellow boots. This was like kind of before it was a huge trend. And he said it was so his grandpa could spot him on the TV. But so many people wear yellow boots. Yeah, but they didn't back then, and oh. now everyone does. And it's like, why does everyone hate Oli Wan's grandpa so much? I was going to say about Westhoff, though, that I feel like he was kind of like what Jack Watts was when he played at the Demon. Of like... He's like, he's everywhere. High draft pick. It's like, when so I remember being... Like, I forced Aaron to watch um, 2011 highlights of Collingwood's season the other day. And I was talking about going to the Port versus Collingwood game at Amy Stadium. Why are you doing this up again? Because it's pertinent to my Justin Westhoff story. So we were sitting in the Port Cheer squad. There. Why? You didn't belong there. Because we were switching to the scoring end of Collingwood each quarter because Port only had one point at half time, Erin. Make me say it, I wasn't going to. Anyways, halfway through the third quarter, it's like all the cheer squad all of a sudden are like, just do something, Westhoff. Like, just fix it, Westhoff. Just do something. Yeah, that's the thing. He's the fix it man, or the like, and like sometimes. Yeah, which is like the pressure that Jack Watts had at Melbourne. Kind of. Also, where is he? Is he coming back anytime soon? Um, he's definitely training, but he's not. I don't think he's playing anytime soon. Oh, Andrew Gap. Yellow boots. Typical. Andrew Gap also just looks like every single oh. boy that I hated in high school. Don't you think? Um, like obviously he's grown, but I don't know what he looks like I mean? that like detailed. Well, that's also, funny. who are the boys you had in high school like specifically? So he's like a mix of all of their faces. Oh, that checks out. I think I hated all boys in high school. <laughs> just because they made me scared. Of what? I just didn't like them. <laughs> and I didn't want to talk to them. And then I was like, does that mean I'm asexual? Right. And no, actually well, it was that's like, a spiral that you went down for. But then it was actually like, no, I just hate these boys. And then I got myself a man in the real world. <laughs> <laughs> um, just kidding. <laughs> the horrible thing about high school boys is how much they just want to destroy stuff. I don't know about that. Do you know what I mean? Not, not from personal just experience. Just like, I general, need to make it clear. I didn't just speak like to a boy. Just like general vandalism and like shenanigans. All 
the reasons that I'm scared of walking past groups of youth. I think my um, ex-boyfriend got in trouble with the police when he was 13 for lighting a letterbox on fire. Yeah, shit like that. Yeah. I it's just like you're bored and you want to like create My brother is definitely getting up to that shenanigans at the moment. Or like stupid shit like putting like aerosol cans in fires and you have an explosion. It's like just what? I, I really do just thank Christ that I'm a girl sometimes. Hammer Hartlet has gone through... Um, <laughs> sorry, Hamish, <laughs> Hamish Hammer Hartlet has gone through such a physical transformation before our very eyes in his time as a Port Adelaide footballer. In what regard? In that, like, he used to be half his size with no tattoos and now he's double his size with lots of tattoos. He looks very fit. He, he is. He, he kicks a goal from about 65 metres out later. And then he does a perfect kick to... Um, he kicks from, like, the centre bounce to Charlie Dixon, like, right at the top of the goal square. And Jaden goes, a perfect kick to a perfect man. <laughs> okay, Hamish Holland is not the perfect man. He's no, he meant him. Charlie Dixon is the perfect man. Oh, like, it was a per- the, perfect well, that kick I can, to I a perfect can man. get behind because his treatment of hospitality workers is a shining light in my life. Oh, look, it's him. Do you think They're that- They're doing a little package of Charlie Dixon. Should I leave my question for later then while we watch this package of Charlie Dixon? He um, looks so, he just, he makes it look easy. I remember seeing in the preseason footage him like ground, like getting a ground ball, um, but rather than like scooping oh, it up, God. he literally just had like- Oh <laughs> God, the way he falls on his back there makes my back hurt even more just looking at it. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Are you gonna let me see? but rather than like actually picking it up like all the little guys do he literally just put his big fucking trek hand out <laughs> and like grab the ball and you could see the air leave the ball and he oh like clawed it like a talon and then just like picked it up in his claw it would be so hard like, for him to get down to the ground probably not he has like got the physical problems that we do <laughs> do you think that making ollie wines co-captain when he was so young was ultimately detrimental to his playing career no because I think he's been dramatically less impactful on the game since he had the pressure of being co-captain on him. I kind of forget that he's captain. It doesn't seem he's like that. Anymore. Oh god, now Jaden's calling me. God, no, I can't catch a break. Let's tell him I'm recording the pod. Um. Go on, sorry. Oh wow, that guy headbutted Darcy Byrne Jones. No, that was Zach Butters. <gasps> That's he, even worse. He got reported. So he came in last minute, that's Schofield, he came in last minute as a replacement for McGovern. And then like, you know, he finally gets a call up. And what does he do? He wastes his opportunity getting reported for headbutting Zach Butters. Where's that little fuck McGovern gone? Um, I don't know, he's out. Aww. Don't speak. Keep patting my head, that's nice. Okay, can I have a turn later? Yes. Thanks. Mitch played quite well on the weekend actually, which I didn't expect because last week I was like, he's overrated, he sucks. But as it turns out, he, really stepped up after hearing my feedback uh, <laughs> really jarred him into action and um i was glad to see it so sorry we haven't given enough score update at all it's the start of the fourth quarter and it's 71 34 portsway oh and the other thing back to this low scoring shenanigans that everyone's going on about it didn't apply to clarkson's match or the Ge- geelong match wait did geelong and Hawthorne play each other no, Geelong played Melbourne. Yeah, so those two matches were very low scoring, but they were accurate. Versus like mm. how we said the Brisbane one, if they'd have, even if you'd inverted their point to goals, they would have scored like 130 mm. or something like that. Poor on 10-11, they'd have been a little bit more accurate. They could be on yeah. like 16 goals right now. 
You can stop giving me a head massage. Are you sure? Yeah. Well, I'm keep going, sorry. Okay. On that Brisbane game, God, I've, I've never in my life felt like I've wanted Adelaide Crows to win a game. But I just felt like watching that game, I was like, this is so... I felt like awkward and embarrassed watching it. You know, I was like, I just want, like, come on, guys, like, come on. I was rooting for that. Like, like, you don't deserve to. It was just ugly. Like, it was hard to watch. Like, I felt like they didn't. No one deserves that. <laughs> you know, like Adelaide I just, Crows oh. have a horrible new player who looks exactly like the dickhead guy out of Princess Diaries that locks um, Anne Hathaway in the shed and then steals her clothes and calls the police heli, no, the press helicopter Josh. to come and expose her. And his name? Josh. No. Or the player's player. name. It was like Reeves. Is that right? No, Keys. Keys. More like... <laughs> More like what, Rose? <laughs> More like the key to be... <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't worry. Connor. Connor looks like a bit um, Christian Bale in American Psycho to me. How dare you? I hate Christian Bale. I don't like Christian Bale either. I'm not saying they're like the same. I'm just saying they look a bit similar. They're not the same man, Erin. I, no, I know that. <laughs> I'm very aware of that. I like Connor Rosie a lot, but he's got that like coldness about him. How do you feel about the nicknames of Big Dicks, Big Cocks and Big O? You know what? It's randomly my least favourite out of those three is Big O. Are you talking about Riley O'Brien? No, I'm talking about Oscar McInerney, the Brisbane Ruckman. The Big oh, O. That's what they call the Crows Ruckman, Riley O'Brien. Well, it's the stolen. <sighs> Look at this. Look at this gameplay. Travis Boak. You know what? I feel like he's having a real renaissance in this twilight of his career. Well, that was the whole thing of like when mm. he got rid of the captaincy, right? He was like free to be a new man. Ooh, Shannon Hearn literally just looked at Motlop on the ground and like uh, spiritually spat at him. He's anti-Black Lives Matter. Shannon Hearn? I think he played for Central Shannon Hearn really scares me. I think he, I think he's either from Adelaide or... um. Well, I hope not. I don't want him. Oh, well, he doesn't live here anymore, obviously. Well, he can stay away. Stupid Josh Kennedy. Josh Kennedy kicks almost as many goals as I've had enough of in this him. game. I've had enough of this man. But this was a good example of what you were talking about I've earlier. Done your dash. I know, but what you were saying earlier about the big full forward, like this was this game was a really good example of like both teams had a forward who kicked like four or five. I think Dixon even kicked six goals. Maybe it was five. But they both kicked five goals. Which is, you know, you don't see that every day. But I guess part of the problem is that it's like keep including like little cuts like Jack Rewall in the conversation of it all. And it's like, no. No, the medium. You know who I'm annoyed with? Who? My bunch kick is with Jordan Dugowie. Oh, how come? You love him? Of course I love him. He's a comic <laughs> But he is showing weakness, I believe. In, oh my god. No, in that he's like always been a big game player that like really feeds off the crowd. And it's like, you mm. need to like find a way to rise above this because he is so patchy mm. at the moment. He's so inaccurate in front of goal. He's had like so many shots on goal and I don't think he's kicked any. He set up a few goals but they were kind of flukes. Um, like he was kicking it behind him and he couldn't mm. see anything to a pack and it happened to my mind. And also I think it's time to stop playing him in the midfield and move him forward. I mean, it must be such a psychological game though. Like, I... I don't well, that's why we want them all to leave Melbourne, hey? So yeah. they can play with crowds and shit. Because as much as it's an advantage for them to be playing in Melbourne, I would say it's a massive disadvantage to not be playing in front of a crowd. Yeah. But you know what? Uh, like, uh, Clutch and Chaos answered that a lot of Richmond players probably wouldn't move. Oh, um, really? So I think for like... Family um, reasons. Yeah, that a lot of them are expecting kids and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, but he said then they just take their reserves 
with them. Oh, really? Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, like, if we're being honest, let's call a spade a spade. At this point, call the season off. And also, he said that a huge thing is that they can't generate their own excitement without a crowd because it's like they've been so used to having, like, massive yeah. crowds for so many years. It's a much more psychological preparation, probably. Like, you have to, it, the energy has to come from within yourself and the t- people you're playing with. Yeah. I just see no solution that's going to last a full season. I think just taking it out of Victoria would. But, like, as you just said, they don't want to leave Victoria. Because it's not fair on the interstate clubs as well. It's not going to work. They all need to be in the same place. And then that place needs to not be Victoria. But obviously, and I mean, that's not, like, I completely understand Richmond being like, we've got families, we're not just going to, like, move to Queensland for, you know, however long. Like, that's why, I mean, there's no solution that works for everyone. That's fair to the players and that is going to, you know, produce a good competition. So it's like, as much as I don't want them to do it because Port's playing so well, it's like, I think you should just put while you're ahead rather than get another three weeks down the line and be like, look, it's actually not happening. I think it's fine to go for as long as you can. Yeah, but it's it's just money, isn't it? Yeah, but it's like... A lot of people love it. A lot of like jobs outside of yeah, like in right. media yeah. and journalism, and and I know that's not the way they spin it. It's all about like how are we going to get this done, but it's like there is so much yeah, that, that's true. that happens behind the scenes. It's like yeah, I'm really tired all of a sudden. Yeah, I'm feeling maybe because you're like having a nap. I'm jealous. I'm not having a nap. I'm oh, just resting. Should I lie down? I just yeah, go on, lie down, okay. and then I give you a head massage. I don't think we've been very funny this episode. Erin, I have to say you're quite literally just itching my head in the same place <laughs> and not giving me any kind of joy. <laughs> Sorry. I was thinking about my own life, not focusing on the head massage I was supposed to be providing. Uh, what game are you most looking forward to this coming around? Port Brisbane, definitely. Oh yeah, because it's really like the 2004 game. flashback, like you said. Well yeah, yeah, I mean it's a top of the table clash between Brisbane and Lions. I mean, yeah, I'm excited Port and for um, Collingwood Essendon. No, that's such a boring answer, Rose. What do you mean? We're all wearing our Anzac Day guernsies. It's going to be fun. Oh my gosh. Um, Who's we? I can't believe it. We as in the Collingwood football team that I am a part of. Oh. Um, <laughs> um, let's I, keep, no, okay, let's no way. I wanted to say um, we could have a little Coles voucher coming our way. <laughs> Emphasis on the word little Coles voucher. <laughs> Yes, I got six out of six on the Collingwood Magpies quiz of Collingwood to do versus your Essendon history. Yeah, but I got six out of six. Yeah, but like whether oh. or not you've, got, you've gone into a draw to win, that doesn't mean if you get the best score, you win. You know what happened this round just gone? What? A lot of injuries. Big injuries. Yeah. Nat Five. Yeah. Jeremy Howe. Yeah. Did you have any? Dane Zorko. Yeah. We had Dersma last Jack week. Silvani got a broken rib. By Zach Merritt. We're supposed to be being more positive this episode. Jeremy Howe, indefinite knee injury. That's pretty shit. I don't know what accent just (laughs) exited my mouth. Um, I think we should pick a game that we're excited for that isn't our team. Josh Caddy. Sorry, I'm just reading the injury list because there was a lot. Zach Jones as well. These are all massive players. This This is is, not interesting. This is season-changing stuff, Erin. Don't give me this. Oh, look at that footwork from Bokey. Oh, what about about the... the... That is perfect game. Rose, you weren't even watching. I wasn't. I'm reading the injury list. Bokey just did a little fancy little footstep around a couple of Westie players. Big old kick into the goal square. Who's there to mark it? Charlie Nico. Who else? Who else? Ken Hinckley is masturbating in the coach's box because that is his dream play. (laughs) Our friend Annabelle texted us and told us that um, Alex Johnson, that 
Sydney, ex-Sydney Swan player who did six ACLs, did another ACL in his like collegiate club. Um, this is really boring, you're just listing people who have injuries. No, followed up with, because <laughs> Sam Naismith from the Swans also got a knee injury that day. The, the thing was like, what'd you say? Oh, bad day to be a knee in Sydney. <laughs> but that was actually, oh, no, I'll give her credit. Bad time to be back in our household Yeah. and, and attached to my body. And mine. Oh yeah, sorry. Nah, that's not about me. It's no, it is about you and I'm making it about <laughs> no, me. It's not. I'm being so traumatic and I'm forgetting that other people um, have illnesses too. I don't have acute back pain. So you know what? Sure. I need to publicly declare that I haven't been sympathetic enough to Rose with her chronic back scoliosis because now that I've experienced five days of acute back pain, I understand that it must be really difficult to live this way and I want to say that I'm sorry. Yeah, but also, whilst I appreciate your sentiments, I've never had what you're having at the moment where I need muscle relaxants and shit like that. I just do some little stretches and feel sorry for myself. Um, okay, we have Carlton St Kilda. Boo. Um, I like Hollywood Essendon. Woo! No. Eagle Sydney. Boo. Cat Sun. Boo. Oh, do you know that's um, Selwood's 300th and Ablett's 350th? Eagle Sydney. Even got two goals in his Oh wait, I already said that one. Oh, I'm happy. I'm happy for him. I wish he wore a helmet because he's... He a, needs to wear a helmet. He's a hard nut and he's... wearing a helmet, it's Brad Ebert. He's not good at looking after himself. I hate to say it, but I think when he's old, Brad Ebert is going to have serious brain damage. It's going to be like a Liam Pickens situation. Yeah. Western Bulldogs North. I think that will actually be a good game, hopefully. Brisbane Port. Adelaide Rio. That's shit. That is shit. But so there's a top of the table the t- and a bottom of yeah. the table clash. I think Freo will win. I think Freo will definitely win. The team I saw play on Saturday Oh, but night. no, not five. Uh, Melbourne Demons versus Richmond. Fuck Boring. Off. Giants versus Hawthorne. Boring. You know Giants' home ground is no longer called Spotless Stadium and it's now Giants Stadium. Yeah, isn't that terrible? Yeah, and also terrifying. I still think they should be called The Sharp. Hey, I said that. I know, and I agree with you. What do you mean I still think that? I only said that like six hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> I want the Gold Coast Gulls. Ooh. Because it's alliteration. No, it's bad. Bro. It's a native species of Gold Coast, the seagull. No, and what's gull a sun? Is not. What's a sun? I'm not saying suns is good, but gold is not, I would say, not necessarily better. What about Gold Coast giraffes? Well, they could be the sharks. But I thought you wanted alliteration. Well, I do, but it makes more sense for, like. Oh, Toddy, my child. The Greater great Western Sydney is. The opposite. You're going the wrong. You're going away from the beach. But Gold Coast is at the sharks mm, and shit. Mm. You know, only one. No, there are only six people die from shark attacks a year. Yeah, in the whole world. So it's literally each year less than one in a billion chance of getting attacked by a shark. Yeah, it's crazy, and they're so persecuted. I think that's because it would be such a fucking horrible way to die. Yeah, but do you know what? I can't believe we do every single day. And also, there are a lot of near misses with the sharks, such as. You know I'm going to say it, Mick Fanning's shark attack. Oh, Fuck you. <laughs> I, I just can't hear... believe how... Oh. I never want to hear you bring up Mick Fanning's shark attack ever again. I just cannot believe the suspense of that with the wave <laughs> coming, the sharks there, no one knows. Oh my God. The breakdown he has when he gets on the life thing. Wow. No, but I can't believe we all get in cars every day. That's so fucking dangerous. Yeah, but there's like an element of control. No, there's not, actually. Of there's there there's is. zero control in a car. If you're on you the road. You have control of your own car. You and might, if you yeah, think you differently, have... then you need to have your license revoked, <laughs> young lady. 
No, you have control of your own car, but you don't have control of any of the cars around you. Well, no, but there's like... You're so... You're like, you, you're just... rules. Well, yeah, but you're... Tra- Not you're always just, followed, but... You're just putting implicit trust in total strangers that everyone's going to follow the rules and you're going to be alive when you get to your safe destination. Is that too dramatic? Absolutely. It's not like you're, like, maybe, yes, if you're being chauffeured. But when you're actually driving yourself, then got Yeah, but what if someone else seems out of control? Well, then you can break. No, but what if someone else, like, comes out of nowhere and hits your side? Yeah. Oh, there's only five seconds left in this game. Oh, we didn't pay enough attention again. I wish there was a... I wish there was a video component to this podcast so I could demonstrate to the listeners... How Zach Butters danced during the singing of the song at the completion of this game. Oh, well, I hope they include it. Well, yeah, because also I can't demonstrate it because my back is fucked. But Rose, I need you to see it because it's so funny. I'm excited. It'll make you love him and make him make him your son for next week. Oh, look, I'm on the AFL app and I'm look just showing. Look at Charlie. Charlie's face with his lovely little freckles and his lovely little smile and his piercing blue eyes. Really yeah. brought out by the two. And he's like randomly Scottish vibe redhead um, beard. Don't you love it when someone like randomly has a red beard and like you just immediately picture them in a kill? Um, I don't really do that. <laughs> <laughs> Can we stop the pod now? Because my back is really sore. Um, no, we should, watch the, we should watch the, ga- um, the song. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just going to not talk and you can speak and I'm just having a nap now. Aww. Oh, go on, get out of here, Pal Pepper. I was just about to say, mm-hmm. Paul has such likeable players, and then he, Except for Pal he came straight yeah. onto the but screen. Everyone else is very. And likeable. also, Sam Jonas. I'm not. Tom, you always call him Sam. It's Tom Jonas. <laughs> uh, Tom Jonas. You know what's crazy? On Bra- on anniversary of Brad Ebert's 250th, I'll share this information. So obviously, the Ebert family is like a famous Port Adelaide family. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah, so he's. Don't you know about Brett Eva overtaking me five times on a run when I was a teen? Yeah, that's not what I mean by they're a famous family. And also, they own a gym right around the corner of my parents' house. That's what I meant, though. His dad and his grandpa both won between them like 12 premierships at Port Magpies. But then also, also Brett. (laughs) You forced me to keep going in this podcast. Let me at least finish talking. Um, You're making it. I'm so bad. Oh, wait, the song's coming on. Okay, just keep your eye on Zach Butters. Where is he? Where is he? Don't worry, you'll see. Oh, I can see him. Oh, he looks like a monkey. It gets better, it gets better. It looks like... (laughs) (laughs) That's it. I just thought you'd find that funny. He looks like he's, um... No one else is doing it. He's, like, really committed to the beer. (laughs) He's stomping one foot and clapping a lot as if he's, like, in a... He's in a rodeo. It's like, it's, um... We Will Rock You is playing... And but it's, like to but a it's VHS song. and you're fast-forwarding. <laughs> so it's on hyper-repeat. Did oh. I tell you I accidentally... I was stalking Zach Butters on Instagram and then I accidentally liked like, his first photo that only had like 20 likes. And then I looked and he only had like 2,000 followers because he's not very well known. And I was like, oh no. Did you unlike it? Probably. I was going to say, he might have slid into your DMs afterwards. That sounds awful. <laughs> An 18-year-old footballer signing into my DMs. I wish that Sounds happened. like a nightmare. I wish that would happen just so I would find out how you would handle that in real life. <laughs> okay, can we stop now, please? I'm in so much pain. No. Oh, I want you to off. give me the... No, your apple, lemon, and orange of the week. Thanks for listening to our Apple's podcast. Apple's high, lemon's low. Thank you for listening to Real Men Don't Wear Long Sleeves. Orange is what? Something you learn. Oh. See you so next week. What do you do about holidays as well? Port Adelaide aggression. What about? We've got the power from Port. It's more than a sport. Yay! <laughs> Get it, Joe. We'll never stop, stop, stop till we're top, top, top. There's history in the middle. Who said G?